Welcome to the Caleb Schaefer Podcast. We're so glad to have you join us today. Pastor Caleb is a graduate of the World Harvest Bible College, as well as Ohio Christian University. And his desire is to share the love of God with a lost and dying world. Prepare to be challenged and encouraged today through the study of God's Word. Now let's listen in to today's episode with our host, Caleb Schaefer. Praise the Lord, everybody. Thank you so much for joining me today on the podcast. It's such a blessing to be with you today. And um, there's so many things taking place. I want to get right down into them. Uh, This is going to be a prophetic update podcast as far as end times Bible prophecy, where we are at and um, what, what we can look forward to in the coming days, weeks and months. Listen, there is so much happening that it's hard to keep up with all of the news. Um, I brought you a little bit of a prophetic update uh, a few weeks ago, and I want to continue on into that. Um, So I title this, some people don't want to hear it, some people don't like to hear the prophetic updates, so I make sure that I uh, try to title these podcasts so people know what each one is about. Um, But this is one of those prophetic updates, and we are right in the middle of all sorts of signs converging at the same time. And uh, somebody said, well, why do you give prophetic updates? Why do you tell people the news headlines uh, where we're at? Because a lot of people read the news headlines without an understanding of Bible prophecy. A lot of people see the news without knowing where, uh, where the Bible talks about these certain things. And um, so I want to today give you a little bit of insight into what's going on. Um, And 2 Timothy chapter 3 talks about the last days. Um, And it says this, This know also that in the last days perilous times shall come, for men shall be lovers of their own selves, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce, despisers of those that are good, traitors, heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasures, more than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away. For of this sort are they which creep into houses and lead captive silly women laden with sins, led away with diverse lusts, ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of the truth. Now this verse says a whole mouthful here. Men shall be lovers of their own selves. They shall covet. They will boast. They will be proud. They will be blasphemers. We have seen all of this uh, in great proportion. Even it's escalating. Uh, It's crescendoing. And growing larger, we're seeing people who are more proud than ever and people who are uh, more covetous than ever. People who love themselves, who do not love others, as God said to love, but who love themselves, who are so into their own image, who are so into their own brand and so into their own awards and accolades. People who are just absolutely so self-centered and there are blasphemers blasphemers i believe that i discussed the uh satan shoes on another episode where uh this company 
got these shoes from Nike and they were making these shoes called Satan shoes and they actually had the scripture from Luke where Satan fell as lightning from heaven inscribed on them and then they had a pentagram on the top a, like a bronze pentagram and then uh, they had a drop of blood inside the shoe and this this rapper this Lil Nas X his name is that uh went around to schools and promoted his songs to elementary school kids now is behind this Satan shoe. What blasphemy, what blasphemy thumbing their nose at God. And so we're seeing all of this disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, without natural affection, truce breakers, false accusers, incontinent, fierce despisers of those that are good, Listen, the more that I read this, the more I, it, things are just popping into my mind of, of things and, and situations that we're seeing here today in society. These uh, false accusers, people who are accusing people of things that are absolutely not true uh, just for the sake of taking them down. People who are disobedient to their parents. Um, there's a whole movement out there to just... Uh, to just not listen to your parents and not submit to your parents uh, as kids, as kids. It's not adults. It's it's kids who feel like they know better than their parents and who uh, who don't want to listen to their parents at all and, and break every rule. Uh, they're unthankful. People are unthankful. People are unholy. People are despisers of those that are good. I've seen video after video of people interrupting church services uh, in the last week. People interrupting uh, just a regular church service. And some of them were outside. I saw one lady come up to this church service that was outside. And the video was kind of funny how they handled it, how the uh, church members handled it. But this lady, she just absolutely could not stand hearing the gospel in, and it was going out through the, through the air, uh, in public because they were having to have church outside because of coronavirus. And she was just infuriated that she could hear their music and hear about Jesus uh, because she was in her home and the sound uh, went into her home. How good she could hear it, I don't know. But I do know that people hate those who do good. People hate Christians. People hate ministers. People hate people who preach the truth. And they despise us. Uh, there are traitors. They are heady, high-minded, lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. Um, and I've even seen a lot of this in the church. And this is where we uh, we run into a lot of people inside the church who are lover of pleasure more than lover of God. Um, it, there are people who can't come to church because they're always busy. They call themselves a Christian, but they always have something to do when church is going on. They always have something to do when uh, when it's time to go to God's house. And I'm not saying that you have to uh, live at God's house. I'm not saying that you have to live at the church, although I think the closer we get, uh, if you could really see what's going on in the spirit realm, you would probably be at church anytime the doors were open and anytime you possibly could. But uh, people are lovers of pleasure more than lovers of God. If they can find something else to do rather than go to the house of God, if they can find something else to do rather than pray, if they can find something else to do rather than uh, read their Bible, they will do it. And they love those pleasures. 
more than they love God. And then it says, having a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof from such turn away for this sort are they which creep into houses and leave captive silly women laden with sins, led away with diverse lusts. Listen to this ever learning and never able to come to the knowledge of truth. How true is that today? Ever learning. We have so much knowledge and so many ways to get it. The internet is at your fingertips. If you need to know uh, what temperature it is in another part of the world, or if you need to know how to make something, if you need to know uh, what's the what's the best way to do something? It's all out there. The knowledge is out there, and we're ever learning, but we deny the truth. Society denies the truth of Jesus Christ. It denies the truth of God, and um, this is huge. This is a huge thing. Uh, this portion of Scripture tells us what's going to go on in the last days, and we're seeing it now. So now on to some of the headlines. Listen. This, uh, where do I start? The vaccine, um, a lot of people are refusing to take it. They're saying that um, people who are refusing to take it uh, mostly are evangelical Christians. For the most part, they are conservatives uh, here in the United States, at least. The evangelical Christians, the conservatives, are not taking the vaccine. And um, I do not believe personally that the vaccine is the mark of the beast. I believe that there are very specific things laid out in scripture that tell us what the mark of the beast will look like. And I've said it before. I believe the vaccine is a precursor. They are testing on society right now the, uh, the idea of can we get society to comply with certain demands, can we restrict them and make them feel like they get certain extra rights and privileges that other people do not have based on whether they comply with this vaccine. Um, and for a long time, we thought that the, that the mark of the beast would be some sort of tattoo. People thought that it was going to be something that was um, kind of etched on your skin uh, because the Bible tells us in Revelation, it says that there will be a mark on either the right hand or the forehead, and the mark will contain the number of the beast, uh, will contain the number 666, which is the number of man, according to the book of Revelation. And you will not be able to buy or sell without that mark. So you won't be able to go to the supermarket. You won't be able to get your groceries. You won't be able to go to the pharmacy and get your medicines. You won't be able to do all of those things without the mark of the beast. Now, I don't believe that the vaccine is the mark of the beast because these this vaccine is not injected into your right hand or your forehead. Um, it also does not have the markers of the mark of the beast. It, there's no number connected to it. Um, and some people are saying um, that, uh, that there are things in the vaccine as far as genetic markers um, that, that re reconfigure your DNA in some way. And I've not fully researched that, um, but I do know this, that the vaccine passport is beginning to look more like the mark of the beast. 
the vaccine passport is going to be um, something that, if instated in the world governments, uh, would give people a green light if they got the vaccine to go about their normal business. If the if you get the vaccine and the vaccine passport uh, is instated, you will have certain rights and privileges that other people do not, such as going to entertainment events, going to the market, going to school, going to work. Um, and I, I understand that this is all gradual. This is not something that they're going to throw out there right away, but it's all gradual. Um, and in some ways, people are like, well, that that doesn't quite add up. That doesn't quite make sense. Well, if you are given a microchip under your skin that determines uh, it, it gives you a pass, it gives you a green light when you walk into a building and that microchip uh, is is the way that you are identified as having been vaccinated, then that uh, that passport could be the mark of the beast because what they're looking to do is tie it to your health history um, and eventually tie it to your money so that when you go into a supermarket, you will just be able to swipe your hand um, rather than have to fool with cash, rather than have to fool with money. And I understand we have some way to go uh, before we are a totally cashless society and we are, uh, I believe, what what's going to happen is there's going to be a digital c- currency that is worldwide and we're already starting to see the rumbles of those with things like Bitcoin and Dogecoin um, where there is a digital currency that will be the currency that is accepted in every uh, country all over the world. So the, we're heading down that path. Um, are we there yet? I don't believe we're quite there yet, but it's very, very possible that soon we will start to see some of these things uh, take place. And only those who are vaccinated will be able to get the passport um, and some people who are vaccinated may opt not to get the passport because they see the nefarious goal of it. They see what's going on. And, um, it, it may be that people who are vaccinated don't want the, the passport. And I would completely understand that. But, um, as of now, it's in the very early stages. We don't know how it's going to pan out, how it's going to turn out, but we do know that that is, uh, it's looking like that's coming down the pike. That's coming down the road here very, uh, in the very near future. I believe we're going to see some things with that. Also, we have something going on over in Israel right now where this guy, this, uh, his name is Rav Shlomo Yehuda. And, um, he is a prodigy. He is someone who, uh, who, Everyone reveres over there in Israel. He is part Jew, part Arab. He is uh, he is just such a magnetic personality that has kind of come to the forefront um, almost out of nowhere. We hadn't heard of him uh, until very recently, over the last couple weeks. Do I believe that he is uh, the Antichrist? I do not know whether he's the Antichrist. I'm seeing that he has some of the indicators 
that he could possibly be the Antichrist. Um, do I believe that Christians will necessarily uh, be here and know who the Antichrist is? I don't necessarily believe that we'll be here and know who the Antichrist is. We may be out of here before the Antichrist ever fully shows up on the scene, but we might have some indication as to who it could be uh, in the coming weeks, months, years, however long we're here. But this guy, the this Rav Shlomo Yehuda, he's a rabbi. He's uh, in his 30s. And he has taken the Jewish world by storm. People love him. And um, he is just such a, a personality. I've read an article, read several articles on this man, um, that they did this ceremony over in Jerusalem over the weekend of Passover. He was there. Um, they were all coming up to him. He was at the Wailing Wall. They were all coming up to him, uh, the top rabbis, uh, celebrating him, and uh, just just so excited that he was there. And this guy, uh, ever since he was little, was considered a prodigy. He sat down and learned to play the piano in like three hours or something like that. Um, he would stand and quote scripture at a very young age. He knew the scriptures um, so young. And so people are looking to him as a leader. People are looking to him as a uh, as a forefront figure in the Jewish culture. And he is um, that I do not know whether they've come out and flat out said he's our Messiah. I don't believe that they have. I've seen sources that say he has, but I've not been able to personally verify that they've come out and said that he's their Messiah. Now. We need to know that when the Jews say it's their Messiah, we already have a Messiah. They already have a Messiah. They refused to accept the Messiah, Jesus Christ. So when they say that they have a Messiah, a, a leader, they are actually talking about the Antichrist to us. Um, it would be our Antichrist is the person that they're going to believe is the Messiah. So we... Um, and I hate to even say our Antichrist, but to us as a representation, he's not ours. We don't want him, but uh, he is the Antichrist, uh, the person they will accept as the Messiah. And the Bible talks about uh, the Antichrist being the Assyrian. This man's father, um, uh, this man's grandfather, I'm sorry, his grandfather was from Aleppo, Syria. He would fit into the category of the Assyrian because the bloodline is traced through the mother's side of the family. So his maternal grandfather was from Aleppo, Syria. He would be an Assyrian uh, through the old Assyrian empire. And so this is huge. This is huge. Um, he is part Arab, part Jew, uh, which if you know anything about Muslim culture, they are looking for their Mahdi. They are looking for... Uh, the 12th Imam, they're looking for their quote-unquote Messiah as well. And if one person was part Jew and part Muslim, that person may be able to unite the entire, uh, the entire Jewish and Muslim communities for a certain period of time. And I believe that that's part of what's going to happen in the last days. Whether this guy's the one, I don't know. But he sure is celebrated by uh, by the Jewish leaders. 
And they even said that this article that I read said it age 14 he was so intelligent they watched him and it was almost like he was possessed by something um, because of the the knowledge and the uh, the charisma that he had so that's all going on over there in Jerusalem over Passover weekend uh, great celebrations and great um, great sort of these events and ceremonies to signify that they're ready to build the third temple, which is going to be a huge part of the Antichrist's uh, reign as well, building the third temple. So we've got that going on in addition to uh, what we're seeing going on with the vaccine passports. Also, Russia, China, uh, Iran, all these countries kind of have a little bit of a tension going on right now. Um, and what we're seeing is that Russia is ready to go to war. Russia is lining up their war machines, their tanks, their missiles, getting ready to go to war. Um, they're ready uh, to do whatever it takes to invade and take over certain areas. Um, and this is this is a, a very tense time. And we have in the United States um, a weakened government to say the least, we have a weakened leader. Um, Joe Biden, the world knows, is not at his uh, at his top mental game, not has, at his top physical uh, health game, and he is uh, he's weakened. His cognitive abilities are weakened, um, and I don't think it takes a rocket scientist or a doctor to even look at the way that he speaks and the way that he moves to see that he is um, he's not in his strongest state. A few years ago, maybe he would have been stronger, but right now he is a very weak, frail human being. Um, and so the world is looking at that and the world is seeing that our nation is in an uproar and the world is going to try to uh, try to do whatever it can because it knows that it can get away with things. And I know that Joe Biden said some things about Putin this week, um, called him a killer, called him a few things, and it's got Vladimir Putin mad. Um, but China is also uh, on edge as well. We're sanctioning, uh, we, sh- we sanctioned Russia this week. Um, some companies, we ex- expelled 10 diplomats, I think. And um, China and Russia are ultimately going to band together. I saw a video of Vladimir Putin meeting with um, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un, who we also know is a very volatile individual. Um, So we've got a lot of this going on over in the Far East. And uh, we're seeing these things line up that the Bible talks about in Ezekiel 38, the Gog and Magog War. The Bible says that they'll come down from the north, and um, Russia is in the north of Israel, and we have often heard that that they're they're the ones, they're the Gog and Magog uh, war leaders. They're the ones who come down. Um, right now, Iran is also picking at Israel, and um, it appears that Israel hit a an Iranian nuclear enrichment site, like a like almost like a factory. They hit an Iranian nuclear enrichment site, and Iran is mad. Iran um, has fired a missile 
at an Israeli-owned ship near the United Arab Emirates. Um, and there are they're just spatting back and forth now. Um, so Israel is, uh, is mad at Iran. Iran's mad at Israel. And they are part of the whole end times, uh, the end times prophecies as well. Iran is. Um, so looking at Iran, Russia, China, who are all going to band together, I believe, and come down and try to fight Israel. But we also have these Abraham Accords that were signed last year. And the Abraham Accords, I spoke, I believe I did a whole episode of the podcast on the Abraham Accords. And those Abraham Accords are very important because the Abraham Accords are a treaty between many nations along with Israel. And these nations are going to uh, come to Israel's aid. They're going to be there for Israel if anyone comes and attacks Israel. So we're seeing the wars, the rumors of wars, as Jesus mentioned in Matthew 24, along with all these other things lining up a possible Messiah uh, for the Jewish people, um, the vaccine passport, and then other things that are taking place, just strange things, strange phenomena. Uh, We're seeing volcanoes erupt like never before seeing uh, earthquakes like never before, and I've talked about those. I don't want to have to, I'm not going to go back over all of those things, but um, those things are all valid and all pointing towards the end times and where we're at right now. The important thing to remember is that God is on the throne. God has it all pre-planned out. There's nothing that is catching God by surprise, but It is our job as the body of Christ in these last days to see to it that we warn as many people as possible, to see to it that we're ready ourselves and that we get as many people ready as possible to meet Jesus. And if we're doing that, if our focus is on that, I believe that we're going to uh, we're going to be all right. <laughs> if our focus is on those things, we don't have anything to worry about. Yes, they might come and persecute us, just like we talked about earlier. There are people who hate the ones who do good. There are people who hate Christians because they preach the gospel, they preach the truth, and they are offended because of the message of Jesus Christ that they just can't, uh, they can't go and live however they want to live. But If we're doing what's right, I believe God is going to take care of us, and I believe he's going to walk us through every battle, every struggle, and we're going to see the victory in the end. Because at the end of it all, we go to be with Jesus. We go to be with him, the one who we've loved, the one who we have have just absolutely uh, been looking forward to meeting all of our lives in person, and we're going to meet our Savior. And so... I encourage you today, don't get frustrated, don't get worried, don't get upset, but take comfort in knowing that this is what God spoke of. We're starting to see the things that God spoke of and said would happen in the last days. What a blessing to be here on the earth when some of these things are being fulfilled and we're actually able to see them and look at the scripture and say, oh, this is what 
the prophets were speaking of. This is what John spoke of. This is what Ezekiel spoke of. This is all of those things uh, falling into place. And we're seeing the the miracles, the signs and wonders uh, as well. We're seeing those things begin to pick up in the body of Christ. We're seeing those things begin to happen. So be encouraged today. Don't be frightened. Don't be afraid. But look to Jesus because he is the one who said all this was going to come about. He's the one who said everything was going to happen. And he has you in the palm of his hand. He has you under his wing. He has you in his fold. And he is not going to let you go. He's not going to lose one that God has given to him. So be encouraged today. And if you don't know Jesus, I want to give you this opportunity to accept Jesus as your Lord and Savior. It starts out with a prayer. And then it it begins you on a journey. And it it just takes you on this journey with Jesus Christ. It's a relationship. It's not anything about religion. It's not anything about uh, about an act that you have to repeat over and over. It's about a relationship with him. It's about talking to him every day. It's about spending time in the word. It's about uh, going to church. And, and it's about all those things. It's about having a relationship with him having a relationship with Jesus Christ. So I want to pray this prayer with you today. And uh, you can pray something like this and just open your heart up to him if you want to accept the Lord Jesus Christ or you want to rededicate your life to him. Say, Father God, I come to you in the name of Jesus. I confess that I'm a sinner. I believe that Jesus died on the cross and rose again. I believe that he has the power to forgive me of all my sins. So cleanse me in the blood that he shed on the cross. Make me your child today. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to live for you. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you prayed that prayer, I would love to hear from you. You can contact me at the information that the announcer will tell you about in just a moment. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope to bring you more updates in the near future. Got some some good things going on that I'll tell you about here very soon. But uh, God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. Have a great day. I love you, and I'll talk to you real soon. Thank you for listening to today's episode of the Caleb Schaefer Podcast. If you would like to connect with Caleb, you can do so on Facebook at Caleb Schaefer Ministry, on Instagram at Caleb underscore Schaefer, or by visiting www.calebschaefer.com. If you have been encouraged, please share this podcast with your friends and loved ones. Once again, we appreciate you listening to today's episode and may God bless you as you continue to walk with Him.